So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier. And so I just realized I ended my last podcast and I was going to tell a story at the end of that and I'm like, you know what? I forgot to tell that. Well, the podcast was 30 minutes long and I thought it was going to be a lot shorter. So that means I'm going to make this one about that story. So I'm basically, it's not just to tell the story, but I'm, I'm trying to paint like an understanding for everyone to kind of get this. And so I'm going to, um, let me pull up my Facebook post that I posted about this, um, which is hysterical. I want to say it's hysterical, but it brought up a good point. So, so this is what's going on. So this is, uh, this is not a knock on anyone, but so I, I heard, um, recently, uh, that, I mean, how, how do I want to say this? So what I, what I, okay, I'm just going to go and just go into it. So I posted here that, you know, on my, on my Facebook page, and this is what I wrote. I'm going to just read it out for you guys. All right. So just so we're clear, marketing isn't this free flowing of ideas where you make changes of, because of one person. Marketing is not this utopia of Zen and feel goods and water flowing through a river. Marketing isn't like Boulder, Colorado or Madison, Wisconsin, the Mecca of awesome hippie vibes. And I can say that because I went to Boulder, okay? Marketing is strategic. Marketing is thoughtful. Marketing is planned. Marketing influences revenue. Marketing is Rome when it was being built. Planned and thought through, purposeful. So next time you create a marketing strategy and people say, can we make marketing be more free-flowing? Tell the idiot that free-flowing marketing can't be measured, duplicated, created into a framework. So don't let others that have no marketing knowledge influence your marketing strategy. Stay strong. So that's what I posted. Um, and it kind of hit some people. Uh, and it was good. It wasn't, um, you know, bad or anything like that. And you might, you know, think like, well, that's kind of, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty direct, Javier. Uh, what influenced that? I'm not going to go into detail what influenced it. But what I'm, I'm going to say is, is that I, I don't want whenever you're creating marketing strategy and people are like, well, we don't want to be married to, to like, you know, what the strategy is. We don't want it to be set in stone. You know, we, we want it to be able to like, to, to shift. Here's the issue with that. Okay. Is that if you create a marketing strategy and you, and you always change it, then you can't measure the success or failure of it. And if you're like, well, it's just not working. Okay. According to what? According to what data is it showing that it's not working? But you can't measure in two weeks typically on a marketing strategy. You can't measure in four weeks. Sometimes it takes a quarter or two to get like an understanding and get your feet wet in the foundation of these marketing strategies that are put in there. 
So having a strategy that is free flowing and always changing and evolving makes no fucking sense. So marketing shouldn't be free flowing. Marketing should be well thought out and planned. And so what, what's going on here is that like, there are people out there that they're like, well, I don't like that this is, is it's like, it's concrete. And my response to that is, is that it has to be. Your opinion does not matter. And if you're like, do you talk to your CEO like this? No, I definitely don't. When I create the marketing strategy, we sit down and we discuss it and we, you know, I lay it all out. I say, this is what I wanna do, this is what I wanna improve, this is how I wanna do this. And I lay the strategies and here are the levers and this is the strategies and these are the tactics. And then I say, this is what I'm expecting. If we do this, we should be able to grow by this. And if we do this, it should be able to do this and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get what I'm saying? It's exactly how marketing um, strategies are created that I, that I put together. And then my CEO then looks at it and he reviews it and he's like, I'm on board with all of this. I would change this and this. Excellent. And then I'd be like, all right, what are the guardrails? What is it that you don't want me to do? And then we agree upon the guardrails that we can't go outside of these things and that's it. And then we execute the strategy. Now here's the issue. He blessed it, right? Now that he blessed it, we move forward with it. We do not start adding or removing from the strategy. Now there's a caveat to this. So when I did this for Q3, Chris then you know, contacts me and he's like, hey Javier, He's like, I loved everything that you did for the strategy, but he's like, this quarter needs to be very important and very, very focused on revenue because we're now putting a lot of attention to capital raising. I'm like, okay, I get that, that makes sense. So I need you to dub down that marketing strategy you put together that I love and say more no's and, and, and just be focused on like one, two, maybe three things. I'm like, you know what, I'm on board with that. Why am I on board with that? Because it gives us a very minute, like very laser focused approach. That I'm on board. It wasn't Javier, we want you to also add this and also change this and also understand that if this happens, this has to change and this and this and that and that. You see what I'm saying? And that doesn't make something sex successful. So like almost six months ago when we started doing our blogging strategy, you know, and Chris was like, well, what does the sex success look like for this? And I'm like, well, it's kind of tough to measure, but the easiest way to kind of measure success of blogging is going to be impressions. He's like, well, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, I'm like, there's a stat here from Google, Google search console. And essentially the more impressions you're getting, the more eyeballs you're potentially going to be getting to your site, which is going to drive more traffic, which is going to start helping like demand and organic leads come in. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, so that would be a way of determining if like this blogging strategy is working. I'm like, yeah, but I go, it's gonna take time. It's not gonna happen overnight. And so he goes, okay. Cause he wants to kind of like, you know, put numbers on a whole bunch of stuff. And I get that, he's, he's a numbers person. I totally respect that. But where I'm coming from in all of this is, is that things are concrete and the only way to make things, the only way to measure success is to simply do it for a quarter and that's what you're doing. And so like, so basically when you put a marketing strategy together, you need to execute it through hell or high water. Okay. You, you need to, you just need to execute it through hell or high water, no matter what. And if people are like, why well, I don't agree with this, that's not your function. You agreeing with this means nothing to me because at the end of the day, guess who has to report on this? Me.
the person that made the strategy. And guess who has to own the fuck ups on this? Me, the person that created the strategy. And guess who gets to own the successes of it? Not me, the team that executed the strategy, okay? Not me, but the team that executed the strategy. So everyone involved in marketing. Do you see what I'm saying? So this whole free flowing marketing where it should be just, it should just kind of change and stuff like that. Like marketers aren't people that sit in a room eating Doritos, drinking Blue Blaze and playing ping pong. That's not what we are, okay? Like it's thought out. So anyways, one of my friends, he responds to this and he's like, I think it's all about, he goes, I think it's all that you mentioned. I also think it's super impactful when it's able to catch the moment. I've personally done in two separate occasions and both proved to be huge stepping stones to a bigger ROI, way bigger than if I just stuck to my strategy. One was a planned deviation, the other was the last two years forced, so COVID basically. But marketing is also the ever evolving, not just messaging, but medium it, it used, it's used in. Sometimes an audible does good. And so I agree with that, but pivots are different, okay? It's not free flowing. It's like you base, it's, it's football. Most football teams, they essentially start in a script 15 to 20 plays and they're running the 15 to 20 plays based on the package that they know that the defense is going to be running. They're like, Hey, this team's going to be running a three, four with two, uh, with a cover two on top. And this is how they do this. And they use their corners doing this. So we're going to script our first 15 plays to set the foundation of what we expect to see through the game. And if this is going to happen, then we're going to be doing this, this, and this, these are the strategies. This is the approach. Guess what doesn't change? The scripted 15 plays, you still fucking run the plays. All right, unless your name is Peyton Manning, you're running the plays, okay? And then, you know, at halftime, then like the coach evaluates, like, hey, this has been working really well. We're gonna build off of this. Like, hey, this is not doing good. We need to change this. And and sometimes you just scrap everything and you just gotta go back to the drawing board. And and but you don't scrap everything to do things that you've never done before. You scrap everything and say, hey, this approach wasn't working, but this is what we're seeing. We're seeing something, we're seeing a trend here. Let's start doing this. That's different. That's not free flowing. That's like, that's like, hey, we made a mistake. We need to change this. Let's pivot. And I'm okay with that. And so anyways, I, I replied to him. I'm like, I totally agree with you. But the difference is that you had a strategy initially then pivoted due to circumstances. You controlled it or not. And when you shifted, it was thoughtful. It wasn't just from the hip. And I'm one to always do the ready, fire, aim approach. But by the same token, there needs to be a strategy. I love blowing shit up, but I also need data to support my direction. So example for me is like the company I'm currently working for, which is Ratme, I discovered that two and $3 leads from Google were not only costing us more, more per customer, but we weren't really closing as many as we thought we were. But Facebook was about two times the cost per lead, but the ROAS, the return on ad spend, was through the roof. We were previously investing 70% of our um, on Google and 30% on Facebook, and I didn't f go full tilt on this um, immediately, but I worked the transition over two months and now it's in the reverse. Our CPL's more, but our sales team has higher quality leads meaningful conversations in a pipeline that they can work better.
that was an eight free flowing approach. And I feel like people look at marketers as a bunch of people in a tank in a think tank, eating Doritos, drink, drinking bubbles, playing ping pong and just bouncing ideas around. So yeah, it starts with an idea, an idea, but you and I both know that that idea is garbage if it can't be executed upon. That's why I replied with it. And he's, he's like totally on board with all that. And so this is why marketing should not be free flowing. Marketing should be strategic. Marketing should be like how Rome was built. Okay. There are elements that Rome was built over several years and decades. And then there's elements that Rome was built like, you know, quickly, you know, go fight some people. And those, and those are important. You need all, all of that. They both have its role. Okay. They both have its purpose. And so that's kind of what I wanted. That was the story that I wanted to share. Um, that, uh, that kind of made me, you know, post this and, and it's good. Like, you know, someone else commented on this and I'll, I'll read it really fast. And he took it, he took it to heart. You know, he goes, all right, all right. I need to, I need to ch change that for me. Um, and I, and I said, uh, Nishant, if I can't create a framework for a marketing strategy, then I either need to do, need to sit down and do it or I place it on the back burner. I try to then find someone that has a system they created that allows me to do that while we think it. What is successful should be able to be replicated and implemented by other people without much of a hitch. Otherwise, it's just more manual work. I'm not saying manual is bad, I'm saying being efficient is better. And so this is why like free flowing doesn't really work. Like, you know, shifting and all this other stuff, that's not marketing. Marketing is strategic and, and has like, hey, this is what we do, this is what we do. Like you should be able to get it to where it's like scientific, where it's very rhythmic, where it's very it's it's very algorithmic. Okay, it's it's very, you know, X's and O's, zeros and ones. And then there are times when it's just an art and it's just flowing. Okay? But I I don't think marketing is more art than it is strategy and execution. Like there is an art to marketing, but it's not all of it. Okay, so like I, I do think there is a a formulaic approach to marketing. I really do. I really believe that there's a formulaic approach to marketing that is successful. And why do I think that? Because the countless amount of books that I've read about marketing all have some sort of formulaic approach or a formula. That's it. And so if you can figure out the formulaic approach to to marketing, you will you will have a a more successful strategy and a better career in this field. So next time someone kind of tells you something along the lines of like, you know, marketing should be free flowing and adjusting and pivoting. That's like telling the salesperson that they should be free flowing and adjusting and pivoting. And, and you're like, well, that's how all sales calls are. No, no. Sales calls are formulaic as well too. And, and, and I can say this as well too. Like when I was running my martial arts studio, Nine times out of 10, I knew exactly what questions I was gonna ask and it was all scripted in my head and I knew it. I knew the order and it was seven or less minutes, five or less minutes of conversation to get them in. And then whenever they got in for the appointment, once we scheduled them, they came in, the, the intro sessions was very formulaic. It was like this, then this, then this, then this. And it was all set up a certain way. And then at the end we would sit down, we'd go over costs and then people would close like that. Formulaic. That's sales, okay? Marketing can do that as well too. Because if it's not formulaic, then you can't, you, can't, you can't scale it. 
if it's not formulaic, you can't scale it. That's basically what it is. Okay, so think about that. Um, other than that, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, uh, do me a favor and please give us a five-star review on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts. I'd greatly appreciate that. The next thing is if you could also um, take the time to share this podcast with somebody else, maybe send them a DM or a, a text message. That'd be awesome because I'm trying to help grow this industry and educate more people about how to better improve their marketing. And then the last thing is that connect with me on LinkedIn. I know a lot of people that are listening to this podcast is because I sent an outreach to you. And so I thank you for that. Um, we are approaching, I want to say 80 plus episodes. Like if you're listening to this podcast, we've probably broken 80 episodes already, I think. And you know, we're probably on the verge of hitting over 2000 downloads. And to me, it seems like a lot, you know, like to others are like, ah, it's not that big. I'm not trying to grow the biggest podcast guys. I'm trying to grow the best podcast for marketing in the facility and property management space. That's pretty much it. Like that is my goal, is to grow the best podcast on how to market correctly, all right, in the facility and property management space. That's it. And if I can do that, and it's the best podcast with the best content, and I'm, I'm over delivering every single time, then I know for a fact that people are gonna value this and then be like, you need to talk to that dude Javier over there because he has his shit together. He knows how this stuff works. He knows how to build this. He knows how to do that. That's the dude to talk to. And that's what I'm trying to create. And I think I'm getting there. I think I'm starting to build a, a pretty strong following because I've got people that message me on a regular basis. They're excited about some of these podcast episodes. They're engaged with some of the content that I put out there. But you know, with that said, um, you know, I'm still trying to grow this. So if you can share this with other colleagues that are in the facility and property management space, that would be awesome. Okay, so if you have any questions, let me know. Other than that, hope everybody has a wonderful day. Talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers and for facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one